Chapter Sixty of the Wyvern Mystery. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. The Wyvern Mystery by Joseph Sheridan Lefanu. Chapter Sixty. Tom Orange. Little Miss Amy had a slight cold, and the next tea party was put off for a day on the evening following harry's visit at stanlake farm marjorie trevelyan being at that time absent in the village to make some frugal purchases who should suddenly appear before the little boy's eyes as he lifted them from his fleet upon the pond but his friend tom orange as usual in high and delightful spirits need i say how welcome tom was he asked in a minute or two for marjorie and took her temporary absence with great good humor tom affected chilliness and indeed the evening was a little sharp and proposed that they should retire to the cottage and sit down there how soon do you suppose youngster the old hen will come home who marjorie daw down the chimney oh granny this nickname was the only pleasantry of mr orange which did not quite please the boy tom orange had interpolated his performance of the jackdaw with his eyelids turned inside out and the pupils quivering which although it may possibly have resembled the jackdaw of heraldry was not an exact portraiture of the bird familiar to us in natural history and when this was over he asked again how soon will she be home she walked down to the town and i think she can't be more than about halfway back again that's a mile and three miles an hour is the best of her paces if she was running for a pound of sausages and a new cap hi ho and alas and alack a day no one at home but the maid and the maid's gone to church i wrote her a letter at the day before yesterday and i must read it again before she comes back where does she keep her letters in her workbox on the shelf this will be it the very identical fiddle said tom orange playfully setting it down upon the little deal table and opening it he took out the little sheaf of letters from the end and took them one by one to the window where he took the liberty of reading them i think he was disappointed for he pitched them back again into their nook in the little trunk-shaped box contemptuously the boy regarded tom orange as a friend of the family so confidential and as a man in all respects so admirable and virtuous that nothing appeared more desirable and natural than that excellent person's giving his attention to the domestic correspondence he popped the box back again in its berth then he treated the young gentleman to lingo's song with the ragtag merry dairy periwig and hatband etc and at the conclusion of the performance admitted that he was dry and with a pleasant wink and the tip of his finger pushing the end of his nose a good deal to the left he asked him whether he could tell him where mrs trevelyan who would be deeply grieved if she thought that tom was detained for a drink 
till her return kept her liquor yes i can show you said the boy wait a minute my guide my comforter and friend said tom orange and he ascertained from the door-stone that no one was inconveniently near the boy was getting a teacup off the shelf never mind sugar my hero i'll sweeten it with a thought of marjorie daw the boy explained and led him into the dark nook by the hall door tom orange well pleased moved almost on tiptoe and looked curiously and spoke under his breath and he groped in this twilight here it is said the boy frankly where here this said tom for his friend had uncovered a crock of water tom orange glared at him and at the water with grotesque surprise and the bona fides of the boy and the simplicity of the situation struck tom comically and exploding good-humouredly he sat down in marjorie's chair and laughed hilariously having satisfied himself by a confidential dialogue that marjorie daw had no private bottle of comfort anywhere this agreeable fellow so far forgot his thirst that he did not mind drawing water from the crock and talked on a variety of subjects to the young gentleman in the course of this conversation he asked him two topographical questions one was did you ever hear of a place called carwell grange and the other resembled it did you ever hear of a place called wyvern no think lad did you ever hear mrs trevelyan speak of wyvern or of carwell grange no because there is the tallest mushroom you ever saw in your life growing there and it is grown to that degree that it blocks the door so that the squire can't get into his own house and the mushroom is counted one of the wonders of the world upon my little word of honour as a gentleman and since there's neither drink nor victuals suppose my lord we play at skittles and if she's not back by the end of the game tell her i had to go on to the bridge to see lame bill withershins and i'll be back again this evening i think or in the morning at latest the game was played but marjorie did not appear and tom orange entertaining his young friend with a ludicrous imitation of bill withershins knock knees took his departure leaving his delighted companion in the state which moore describes as being usual when the lamp that lighted the traveller at first goes out so having watched tom till he was quite out of sight he returned to his neglected navy on the pond and delivered his admirable crichton's message to marjorie daw on her return End of chapter 60 Recording by John Brandon